You can stop talking now, Doyle said, and lavished a rabbit fur mitt across her inflamed hindquarters and shoulders. I think I get your drift. We tops get smarter when you play with us, you know. I like the difference. I feel as if I could be much meaner to you, but somehow I'm not being mean at all. Interesting, isn't it? Kip threw her hands up as far as the bondage allowed and choked out an agreement. Every inch. Every inch. Doyle seemed to want to touch every inch of her with every whip she owned, and she was not stingy with her hands either. Kip was caressed, smacked, punched, scratched, slapped, and fondled. She lost track of how many times Doyle had turned her over or how many different toys had come off the wall and connected with her flesh. She was close to tears from the dizzy pleasure of it, so much of what she wanted from someone she didn't have to watch with the eyes in the back of her head and in a warm and private place. No slivers or sticky patches of old lube to overlook. No need to resolutely ignore the ex-lover lurking in the corner, licking her lips or the suburbanites agog with the discovery that most real dykes did not look like Vanessa Williams or Nina Hartley. Then the whipping stopped, and Doyle was kneeling behind her on the bed. She felt bare skin against her own thighs and sneaked a look over her shoulder. Doyle was wearing nothing but an undershirt and a condom. Her breasts beneath the thin white cotton looked bigger than they had seemed beneath her formal evening wear and uniform shirts. The hands that had bruised Kip's butt were playing now with something harder to give up. Because it did not hurt. Because it was intimate and wet. And Kip realized that she hated needing this, was terrified to move against Doyle's tool, even though there was very little chance that it would be withdrawn. You have been a good boy, Doyle admitted. I'm very, very pleased with you. Are you ready for your reward? And that made it even worse. Kip was not used to praise, much less sex, after a scene. This was when you were supposed to get up, dust yourself off, find your clothing, make a joke, and disappear. She wanted to sink into the flannel comforter on the bed and vanish beneath the mattress. Still, it took the presence of a fingertip within her anus to make her speak. Please, sir, not that, she said, and meant it. The greasy worm of pleasure and discomfort vanished instantly. Why? Doyle whispered. I don't know, sir. It's just, it's, I can't. Then shall we do this instead? The piece was just substantial enough to make Kip want to encounter it again, nudging her cervix. Better say yes or no, boy, Doyle prompted. Yes, sir, Kip said fervently, rocking. Oh, more, sir, please. Sir, Doyle repeated. Not daddy? Not even now? Kip was going to come already. She wanted to say the forbidden word. Giving in to the desire to say it out loud would make her orgasm more intense. But she could not. 
She wound up screaming silently, jamming her face into the pillow as if she were actually making a noise that had to be hidden.